This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, boy. He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? And we're live. Welcome, everybody, here to the Lakers Lounge Live Edition here as we are on, well, by the time you guys are listening to this in your podcast, Draft Eve, which is essentially off-season Eve, right? Like, it's... That's where it, it really starts picking up. We've gotten the Bradley Beal trade, but he doesn't matter really. Like he doesn't really move the needle. So <laughs> that was uh, that was the meanest thing you've ever said. Like less than thirty seconds into a pod, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, that it, that was Harrison. Jen just poked her head in to ask if I was recording. I am sorry, babe. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Live podcasting, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Today's show is going to be a fun one. This is something I look forward to every single year. Uh, the the annual Lakers Lounge. Well, it's not annual Lakers Lounge because we don't normally do this on the Lakers Lounge. Um, but the annual Harrison and me, wherever it is that we are podcasting, off-season bingo card uh, podcast. That's a, this, this is a, this is this is legitimately, I think, the best thing we do every year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's the greatest tradition in sports. I struggle to think of anything more relevant than this. Like, yeah, games are great. Your team winning a title, that's fine, whatever. You know, watching actual basketball, that's cool, I guess. But guessing what ridiculous stories we're going to get out of the Lakers and around the Lakers over the course of the next two to three months, I guess, of, you know, full kind of off-season mode, that is what really brings the people in. I mean, everybody wants to know what you and I think is going to happen on this team and you know you and i've spent basically 10 years now covering the madness and you know (laughs) dealing with insane leak after insane leak some of which like we could propose on this podcast as a parody and then actually ends up being a story you know stuff like that and so uh yeah i i don't know about you i i prep my list i got some callbacks to previous stories you know new spins on them i got some things that actually might happen you know and that i might actually find myself covering for silver screen roll and then i have some <laughs> that are just like you know it would be so funny if it actually happens i'm almost forced to root for it yeah i um we have been doing this long enough that and we and we also have like our own stupid sense of humor so that's going to be sprinkled in here too like last year last year we did this and you had none that were like humorous all of yours most of yours came true and i think i uh participated in a very different exercise (laughs) yeah no well you know you didn't really explain the rules very well to me so this this year 
I have gone about half and a half and I will let the audience determine. I've tried to even keep the ones that are ridiculous sort of within the realm of plausibility, but just ridiculous. So, yeah. you know, I'll leave it up to people to decide which ones I'm being serious on and which ones I am not. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I think one of mine last year was uh, Kurt Rambis will help Darvin Ham with his social media interests. Yeah. Never got that leak, shockingly. You know, I've, you left that square on the board, but that's okay. Can't win them all. You know what? I, uh... Maybe I this stand summer. by that one. It's never, you know, Darvin Ham, maybe this summer he gets on social media and then he's like, hey, Kurt Rambis is going to be here in the office kind of helping me out with my Twitter presence. Exactly, exactly. So, um, all right, the way this is going to work, Harrison and I are going to go back and forth. We have assembled a list of... I don't know, 10-ish, I would say, uh, headlines that we think might come to fruition here um, on a varying scale of is actually going to happen and uh, just us being idiots. Uh, let's, let's like scramble it up though, right? I don't want to go in like any order of like what I think is going to happen more likely than that, that or whatever. I just, um, whatever order that you have them in on your, on your card here, works for me. Um, they came to me in, in varying orders. So I just kept them on my list there. I have I have a couple that I think are really going to to, to I'm hoping that you're drinking water when when I I, when I, I, I have that. it ready just in case you know, we need to do a live on air spit take and I'm at my wife's desk. So it's fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's not yours. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'll, I'll let you start Harrison. What is um, what is your actually know what I'm gonna start I want to start because this one's really important to me because I saw um, I saw a version of this on the timeline earlier today. Yeah, and I I also came up with two backups just in case we have any overlap. Yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm ready. This one I don't know if it necessarily counts, but um, here we go. Uh, report: Lakers could trade their 2017 pick. Report: Lakers could use their 2017 pick on a player. What do you think? They will either use or not use their their new 2023 number 17. Oh, pick. okay. You said 2017 pick. I'm like, are they yeah. going to go back in time and, and reselect <laughs> in the line? They're like, we have yeah. drafted Jason Tatum with the number two pick in the 2017 draft. <laughs> the yeah. new CBA, it lets you actually retroactively go back and you redraft your pick. I'm honestly surprised that wasn't used on smaller markets, that they're like just trying to make competitive. That smaller yeah. markets just get to redraft one of their guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the players union, they're, they're like, no, no, no. You've gotten a lot past this, but we're not falling for this one. <laughs> can I just can I just really quickly, I want to ask you a question because you've been doing this aggregation thing for a long ass time. Do you Too remember, long, <laughs> do you remember when we started aggregating what reporters say a team could do? Like when when did that start and why do we continue to do it? I feel like that's been going on a long time, but I think it's it's gotten progressively worse, you know, as sort of <laughs> like it, engagement has like sort of people realize that trade rumors are what do sort of the, you know, the, the biggest traffic and things like that. And so I, you know, I, I think that's more like it. But yeah, I don't I, I don't under, I always try to sort of stay away from the could or possibly would or, you know, like the, the sort of like. Like, yeah, like they could do anything. You know, you're not really telling me anything there. You're just listing a thing that could happen. You're not saying it's going to happen. Right. You know, and so I have always tried to say more towards the, you know, 
like this team is actually considering this. This team has actually discussed this. Those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. And that's why that's why the best place to read aggregation is at silverscreenandroll.com, where your official title at SB Nation is what, Harrison? Uh, NBA editorial manager. There you go. There you go. Thank you. Finally got it in. Uh, All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this one, you know, I, the, the, this one, I think I, I'm willing to put a win on the board for you already. I think, you know, we're going to get <laughs> the sort of like, like probably tomorrow, the, the Lakers are still on the fence about using or trading 2027, you know, uh, or 27. Now you got me messed up. 2023, <laughs> yeah. number 17 overall pick. Lakers are still on the fence about it. It's like, yeah, I mean, you know, the draft's tomorrow. They don't have they don't have to decide on this yet. They can't. I'm pretty sure they can't legally trade it until the draft. Yeah, they have because, to take a player. Yeah, the they have to role. take someone and then trade it. So they could like agree to trade it and be like, hey, you'll just tell us who you want us to draft. But, you know, they can't actually go through mechanism wise with the trade until then because i think their 2024 is owned outright by the pelicans um i think i accidentally tweeted out the wrong link here uh and christian it just just hopped on i don't know if that was revis or what but that was um that was exciting uh but anyway yeah i um i i did i did this i did that facetiously that doesn't necessarily count it's too easy so i'll, I'll okay. let you uh, i'll let you take the first one here i'm not well, counting that as a win Okay, in the spirit of too easy, I, I did have to take one up front, but I do think that we can still have some fun with this. So my number one draft pick on the board, this is the scoop that I, and the leak that I'm most confident that we are going to get, and it is mm -hmm. going to be very funny when it happens, is the big report of, you know, it's going to have the all caps breaking, you know, breaking colon, LeBron James will return for 2023-24 season. <laughs> And it's like, everybody's like, wait, yeah, I mean, we kind of expected that. Nobody really, did anyone take the retirement thing seriously? Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess the, the, he could make me look real stupid and, you know, when he retires in a week just to spite me. And, uh, yeah. but yeah. I it just mean, depends it, on the roster the Lakers put together. Like if they use their, their number 17 overall pick, LeBron retires. <laughs> but what do you, what do you think? After the pick is selected, he's just... <laughs> What are the chances that LeBron tweets, I'm not retiring, I'm coming back? I feel like that's pretty high. Like the report is probably happening, but it's probably going to come in the version of like LeBron tweets it and all of the reporters are going to say LeBron James announces formally that he is returning for yeah, his yeah. 21st than just overall. Yeah, like retweet him announcing that. Yeah, just like <laughs> LeBron James on his Twitter account that you yeah. can see right below me likely in your timeline has announced that he is returning. <laughs> in case you didn't see the person that you follow and everybody else and millions of people follow, yeah. he is coming back. No, no. See, I think we're getting the anonymous scoop first. We're we're gonna get like some, you know, like oh my god, like after much deliberation, LeBron has decided to return and take and take the ninety million dollar extension that he signed last summer that has not kicked in yet. Evan Massey, if you're watching this, tweet it now. Do it. You're finally, you're finally gonna you're, get one right. Yeah, you're <laughs> safe. I think I think you got this, buddy. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, the first one on my list here is uh, Darvin Ham thinks the reason the Lakers fell short is because they played too big last year. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, this is not the kind of one we would get as a leak. This would be him. You know, I'm predicting sort of, you know, every summer league, the coach kind of comes down one of the days and talks to reporters mm. and, the, and they sort of talk about last season and that kind of thing. And he's just like, you know, in free agency this year, we really, we just wanted to get smaller and really sort of make our offense more dynamic, add some more thrust. You know, me and Rob love thrust and just uh, try and get out and, you know, I, we the conclusion that we came to was that three guards are not enough. You really need four, which is why our starting lineup is going to be Chris Paul, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, and Malik Beasley. Uh, LeBron at center. Or Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. It's going to be Dennis. No, Malik starting. Dennis is still coming off the bench. Malik, Malik's starting. <laughs> He's coming back, and they need the spacing. If we can be somewhat serious here for a second, while we while after you mentioned Malik Beasley... I have been really surprised at how little interest the Lakers appear to have in bringing Malik Beasley back. I'm not because he's making, you know, a decent amount of money. Well, and but that's the thing, though, is that like playoffs, they could they could opt out of their contract with him. Right. They have the team option. here, so They could opt out, retain his bird rights and bring him back at like a respectable number. Right. Five or six mil, I, yeah. which I think is respectable for him. And when I like lofted that up there, the people that I spoke to were like, why? <laughs> and I was I mean, like, what? <laughs> as, as someone who watched round one of the playoffs. I mean, true. I get it. You know? <laughs> but like, he still is a, a, good a, a good shooter, right? He's yeah, still a yeah. good shooter that like, I, I, I don't think he's so bad that he doesn't deserve to be on a roster. Like, I think he's going to be on a roster this year, right? Yeah. I mean, if. Look, if 2022 Wayne Ellington was on a roster, Malik Beasley deserves to be yeah. on a roster, you know? Like, Malik <laughs> Beasley can contribute in spot minutes of the shit. But I, I think the days of him being a regular rotation player may be mm -hmm. over because I think he sort of got that extension, sort of he's had a number of years to prove, like, hey, you know, he can be a guy that is a little more than a shooter. Like, prove that you could do something else and that yeah. you're not just sort of, you know, shorter Matt Ryan. And he's, I think he's basically just kind of shorter Matt Ryan. So <laughs> I don't know, but I, I just, I, when you, when you hear that, that surprises you, right? That like, there's not even interest at like a lower numbered league Malik Beasley. It does a little bit just because, like you said, like, uh, you know, he's not totally worthless and shooting is still a valuable skill. And look, there were, you know, we all have, uh, I think, short memories. And I use we as in you and I as well. This is not me mm -hmm. talking down on anyone. You know, Malik Beasley won the Lakers a couple of games down the stretch of the season after being acquired. His movement shooting did sort of give them a new dimension. I think that he has value in the right sort of role or at least maybe you know lack thereof of a role of like just a guy that you put in on a certain night if you need shooting but i just to me when teams see a guy flame out that spectacularly in the playoffs it's hard I'm to forget never it. totally surprised when they especially in the first round of the playoffs in a series that they won handily where they mm -hmm. basically the reason part of the reason memphis was even in it was malik beasley's minutes early you know yeah. i yeah. sort of i get it you know yeah i i, I also kind of think Maybe it will come back to bite them, and maybe it will look like an overreaction. But I also like I get it. I I I also think that like the type of player the Lakers really don't like is anybody with a low motor, you yeah. know. And mm -hmm. um, like Mobamba falls into this category too. And by yeah. all accounts, there's not much interest there um, in in bringing uh, Mobamba back either. So I, I would I would be shocked if he was. So there. yeah. So I, I think like the Lakers. 
like we joke about the type of player that they like, right? Like Rob Polinka loves his buckets, but but yeah. like if there's a type of player that they do not like, like they are, if there's a trait, a character trait that they do not like, it's guys who do not compete, right? And it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Rob being kind of a pseudo extension of Kobe, right? That's the type of player that Kobe would hate is anybody who like has any amount of skill that they aren't taking full advantage of. All right, I'll let you go next. Well, you, yeah. you have to go next. Okay, yeah. So for my second storyline, you know, I tried to go with something that I, I think, you know, there's there's an outside chance of happening. You you remember a couple weeks ago when there was a major storyline going on around the Lakers, and it was, you know, it, it was these false rumors that Austin Reeves was dating Taylor Swift. Number two on my draft pick <laughs> list is, so it turns out Austin Reeves is actually dating Taylor <laughs> Swift. It's, uh, you know... He got the new contract. He's got the signature shoe. It's shoe. the summer of Austin, baby. He's he's representing our country. We're gonna get her courtside, you know, showing up at the yeah. at the FIBA World Cup, cheering cheering him on as he comes in as the tenth man on on that roster. You know. Yeah. No, I I can't wait for him to be nicknamed Captain America um, when he isn't the captain of the American team, and it's just like he's the white guy, and it's always yeah. Captain America who gets the label. Well, that. the thing is. He's not swole enough yet to get like the Chris Evans comp. So I think that yeah. may save us from the, yeah, actually you're right. It's probably going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. um, the first time he makes, the first time he makes like a big shot, right? The first time that he makes like a big shot in a big moment, it's going to be, there's, you're just going to see Captain America. Remind me to come back to this later. I'm going to do like, I'm going to lean into this and do like it Austin or Austin, Captain America Reeves, but it's going to be like the pre soldier serum, Steve Rogers Photoshop. <laughs> like he's going to be Photoshopped yes. onto that one, you know? <laughs> With his emo hair, though, still? Yeah, he can do um, this all day, but he's just probably going to get beaten up a little bit just physically. He's just not quite there yet. Muscular. Wow. I also could definitely see Austin, like, request to his girlfriend, Taylor Swift, hey, please don't tweet this. Like, please don't go public with this. I don't want that noise. I don't want to be on social media. Like, it just seems like a very Austin thing to date Taylor Swift and tell nobody about it. Yeah. That... <laughs> Uh, all right, my next one, this is a more serious one. The Lakers are interested in Kyle Lowry if and when he is bought out. That one, that one I think is going to happen. You think Rambus is driving that one? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like his kind of player, just saying. <laughs> a lot of junk in the trunk there. <laughs> he's old, he's one, he's got a big ass. You know, it's just, <laughs> I think this is perfect. Report. The Lakers are asking Kurt Rambis to stop coming to practice. He's creeping Kyle Lowry out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that no, one I mean, really got like me. I was not expecting that at all. Especially if, you know, the Chris Paul stuff as it, so it sort of seems like that's headed towards the Clippers resolution where he's maybe going to get traded there. And at first I was like, why would the Clippers trade for him? And then I yeah. looked at sort of the contracts that they have to trade and I'm like, oh, okay, that's why. Uh, yeah. You know, it's sort of similar to, it's, it's a lower rent version of the Beal deal where it's like, okay, if you can trade these kind of bad contracts for a guy who is, you know, overpaid but hey at least it's only a year and you could kind of consolidate these players that you don't really need and tighten mm -hmm. up your rotation a little bit like i think it could make some sense and you just don't allow the possibility of him going anywhere else you just bring him in i do really hope that eric gordon and or robert covington get bought out because i think both of those guys 
Robert Covington just not playing last year didn't make any sense to me. And like well, Clippers, I, I, isn't he supposed to be in that deal if they're going to make it? I right. It yeah. That's what be, I mean. It's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So it would be like Robert Covington and Eric Gordon for, for oh, yeah, duh. You mean Chris Paul. And then those guys would get bought out. Like I, I, I do. That would be an interesting one. But yeah, um, Kyle Lowry, I think his expiring would almost certainly be in the Damian Lillard trade. Uh, if, if that does come to fruition and there's no reason for, for Portland to keep him on the roster. So I think they would probably just buy him out. And at that point, the Lakers who previously almost traded for him, right. Would, would probably bring him in. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think, and also Rob was his agent. So I, there's a connection there. Oh, as well. there's that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, yeah. he checks one, he checks one of the boxes, you know, for, for Lakers <laughs> acquisitions. Uh-huh. Former Palenka yep. client, just lock it in. Um, yep. And I, a really important box for 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 the front office. Yeah, I, so Lowry would make a lot of sense if that was something that was going to happen, where you know he gets traded to Portland or something for Dame, or you know, in some sort of other deal and gets bought out. You know, he sort of fills in as the as thick CP3 role uh, that the Lakers are looking for. And you know, yeah, I I, I could see something like that. I, I think it's probably. I think there's an outside chance at it right now just because, you know, if they can't trade him for Dame, I don't know that they're going to trade him. You know, it would have to be for someone that they think that the Heat feel like is a clear upgrade. It seems like they're trying to kind of keep that powder dry to go after, you know, another superstar. So if Dame doesn't become available, then maybe that becomes moot. But uh, I like where your head's at. I think that's like realistic. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I could see, I I, I really hope his nickname becomes Thick P3, right? Like, T-H-I-C-C-P-3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, what's your next one? Yeah, so my next one is uh, yeah, another t- sort of serious one, but the Lakers want to see how this season plays out before having any extension talks with Anthony Davis. I, I think we're going to get Ooh. this one in August when he is, I-, I believe he might be extension eligible right now, but I know he is in August. I know that that is like for sure when they can start negotiating with him and, you know, doing this and, you know, sort of all the, incl- I know McMenamin was on a pod a couple of weeks ago where he was talking about how the Lakers sort of view LeBron and AD as a package deal. And so I think that's sort of, you know, letting you know kind of where their heads are at. And so mm-hmm. I think that we're going to formally, you know, at, at, once free agency's over, all that's shaken out and these discussions start to happen more in earnest with players about extensions and you start to see that pop up around the league. I think we are going to get the like report Lakers, maybe mutual, maybe they'll frame it as, you know, Lakers and Anthony Davis want to keep their options open moving forward. Yeah. But I think it's going to be more on the Lakers end is my guess of, Hey, LeBron kind of threatened to retire this summer. Like, we don't know if we want to commit longer years to this guy that we're not sure can lead the team after he's gone. And so I do expect him to head towards free agency next summer rather than, you know, uh, get an extension now. Can I, um, I will say though, like it makes more sense, I think to extend him and try to trade him after LeBron is gone. Then... So I agree in a vacuum, but with his health history, there is a chance that goes catastrophically wrong. You know, well, it depends. It depends on it depends on like what the extension is, but like a two year, ninety million dollar extension, right? Like yeah. they give they give those guys out to 
guys with torn Achilles all the time. Like that's, that's happened before. Um, no, it has two for 48, but I guess uh, like uh, under today's collective bargaining agreement, it's roughly equivalent. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I don't know. I, 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 I just think like what I don't want to have happen. And, and I, and by the way, like I'm one of the people who do has, who, who, you know, who does have uh, real questions about Anthony Davis's ability to lead the organization after LeBron. Like I'm probably one of the louder people on that, on that Island. Um, I, to your point, I didn't even put in the offseason bingo this year, uh, Anthony, this would have been a free play. You know, Anthony Davis is planning on taking on a more active leadership role with is expected oh, to take yeah. on a more active leadership role yep. with the friend. I feel like, I mean, this gets That's the middle every square single year in, you know, in training camp. We don't even need to put that on the list. I, yeah. I that's, that's the too, middle square. Everybody gets. Yeah. It's too easy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just think like, even, even given my questions about his, you know, ability in that spot moving forward. I don't want to lose him for nothing. Like I wouldn't want yeah, to lose yeah. Anthony Davis for nothing. So, um, yeah, I, I, I would like to think that an extension maybe takes place at some point so that next year, if, if this is, if this is the final LeBron AD season, um, that like at, at next off season, they have the ability to trade him and, and get something for him. Cause I, like he's he'd be worth a first rounder next year, right? If he's healthy, like he, oh, he's he'd be worth multiple first rounders. Right, that's, if he was that's healthy what I mean. And he was looking good. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AD uh, AD's a monster. This is not a commentary on AD. I'm just guessing how. I mean, we've seen it is Rock kind of a commentary on him. He has a bit of a commentary on him, sort of. But to me, it's more about it is his physical realities and his physical drawbacks are the reason for this in part, but it also yeah. is a commentary on how this team has traditionally run. They love cap space. Rob Polinko loves cap space. And yeah. so, you know, to have that sort of salary potentially coming off the books to allow them to reboot if LeBron does move on and they sort of have more options open down the line. I'm agree. I'm in agreement with you. If it was me, I would rather extend AD and just retain the asset and potentially deal with downsides of that down the line, because I think that, again, so little is known about this CBA, but like teams are going to be looking for stars. And if LeBron leaves and the Lakers decide that they sort of need to kind of blow it up, reset, start to rebuild around, I don't know, I guess yeah. Austin Reeves, Max Christie, and whoever they pick at 17, uh, you know, you can get more picks in the coffers for AD rather than just letting him walk for nothing, which yeah. sort of gains you nothing. And so I'm sort of with you. I just also... I wouldn't understand if they were hesitant about that, given the discourse around him, that if he does get hurt, teams are going to be like, it's going to be the Westbrook thing all over again. Well, you you got to give us a first to take that contract, you know? Yeah. Um, one that just occurred to me that I didn't put on my list, but I should have. Uh, is it my turn? It yeah. Is, right? Yeah. yeah are, are we good to move on? Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, Lakers looking to acquire a 2024 first round pick. Yeah, that's that, I almost feel like that's like a next summer bingo. Like they're going to be trying to do that, you know, like yeah. dur during next like June, we're going to get that. Lakers are trying to, you know, buy one of these teams first well, round picks. Didn't we get a didn't we get a uh we got a report that the Lakers are considering trading back, right? I yeah, think yeah. that was Gavoni. Um that, it's or no, was that a number Vecino. of it's been a number yeah. of NBA draft people. So yeah, Gavoni was one of them. Um so the it if the Lakers do indeed trade back, um, I do kind of wonder if like they take a second rounder this year and a first next year. 
or they take, you know, a later first this year as well as a future first. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you, you know, and for... sometimes where teams will like teams with too many first rounders kind of coming down the pike, like they'll be like, well, we'll give you a two for one trade because we like this draft. We like the range that you're in. We think that someone, you know, will be available there or whatever. We just saw the the Nuggets and um and Thunder do this during the finals of all time. That was very strange to see a team that was in the finals make yeah. a trade. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I think that's entirely possible because Gavoni didn't even specify multiple picks in this draft. He just said the Lakers are looking at, at pick trades that, would uh, see them acquire multiple picks in return. And so I do wonder if maybe they're trying to restack the draft coffers a little bit. Yeah. This line And look with th- their scouting department like they found Reeves and Oh, for and sure. undrafted and they found, yeah. like they might be better off trading back and just they're like we could get a guy that's be- that's just as good or better 10 picks later, you know? Yeah. I I I think there's a lot to that. I think it's giving this uh scouting department multiple bites at the apple. Yeah. Right. And, and, and giving them more opportunities to get the Lakers some cheaper cost controlled, uh, talent like that stuff is, is something that they're really interested in. And again, like if, if the Lakers have a pretty good off season here and they have a pretty good season next year and, you know, are in a position potentially to draft Bronny, like they're going to draft Bronny, like that's going to happen. And I'll, you know, hopefully, um, help facilitate LeBron, Retiring, having played with Bronny, and retire as a Laker, and, and check all of those boxes oh, on on his way out. Angle of it, yeah, I hadn't. Yeah, that's that's all right. I've been thinking yeah. about. Like that's yeah. why I said twenty four specifically is yeah. is maybe they trade their first this year and get us, you know, maybe an early to mid second, and get a twenty four first for you know to put them in a position because they don't have their twenty four first yeah. rounder, and uh, so so yeah, I just think that's something that I'm going to keep you know keep an eye on for. Um, all right, you're you're Funny you're up next. Outcome to that is they trade it with a team that actually ends up being unexpectedly bad, and so the pick ends up too high to draft Bronny with, and so they yeah. have this dilemma of like, do we take Bronny fifth or do we uh, like, what do we do? <laughs> trade back. <laughs> Gosh, um, all right, what's your well, uh, what's your? We can't take him third overall. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, imagine that took place this year with Wemby and the Lakers yeah. got the top pick. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Bronny James. Uh, you're up next. Uh, okay, so I, you know, so no, wait, didn't we just do? No, you talked. No, about I, I, I did mine off the top of the head. Okay, so my next one was going to be that again. This this feels like a prime sort of you know, July or August, people looking for stories, maybe it ends up like way down in like the 15th graph of some sort of athletic story on Lakers free agency or something like that. But, you know, it comes out there. It's not the main line. It's not a big scoop tweet, but it's out here somewhere. And it's Kurt Rambis feels like he should be getting more credit for last season's Lakers turnaround. (laughs) You know, it's not fair. We make all the jokes when things go wrong about old Kurt. Okay. We make the jokes (laughs) when the team signs. 900 guys that are out of the league the next year during the 2021-22 season. But then 22-23, he gets no credit for, you know, all those trade trade deadlines. So I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think Kurt is going to want, you know, a little more, a little more sunshine. Or maybe we, maybe we can even extend this to like a Lakers person just talks about how instrumental Kurt was at the trade deadline and, you know, in their free agency efforts this year. Yeah. Uh, Rob mentions Kurt by name. Yeah. At, at this year's introductory press conference. 
Yeah. You know, we really like what we did at the, at the trade Kurt deadline. Was our lead recruiter on Kyrie and, you know, just really <laughs> helped get this yeah. one over the finish line. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually see it more like, you know, we all put our heads together, names all the names, takes a pause. Oh, and, and Kurt, Kurt Rambis really helped us out there, you know, because look. Uh, Kurt was our lead recruiter on Kyle. Okay. He, he got that deal done. He called him, he called him every 10 <laughs> minutes after he got bought out. <laughs> like report Lakers official account keeps liking Kyle Lowry IG posts. It's Kyle's like, like he, he, you know, he just made me feel really welcome and wanted because he just kept texting me. I want you in LA. And I thought it was weird that he didn't say we, but it just made me feel really special. You know? <laughs> Um, all right, my next one, ironically, is also a, a Kurt Rambis one. <laughs> <laughs> Us having back-to-back Kurt Rambis ones is the most on-brand that... moment in the history of this draft. If there's a bingo game about our bingo game, that is on. That is one of the boxes. Back-to-back. Kurt Rambis Kurt... is going to come up at some point. <laughs> Kurt Rambis wants to bring DeAndre Jordan's uh, championship experience back to the roster. <laughs> <laughs> Because you'll remember uh, one of the things that Kurt Rambis was really on Frank Vogel about was playing DeAndre Jordan more. He thought that the Lakers needed Jordan out there more. Yeah, well, so that line got taken out of the story in a post-edit, and I heard I don't afterwards care. that Kurt was maybe – Kurt was not as big of a DeAndre guy as he was being made out to be. I'm, so not, I don't, I'm not hearing any of this. I, I Look, I'm going to defend my guy Kurt. I believe he deserves more credit for last season's turnaround. There we go. Bingo. See? You know, my, my sources are telling me. <laughs> All right. What's your next one? So my next one is the Lakers are targeting Dylan Brooks with their mid-level exception. Ooh. I think the Lakers love what have they love what have they loved in the Rob Palinka more than a reclamation project? Signing a guy for below market value that, you know, maybe has some red flags in one area or another, but he thinks can outperform that contract, but the market kind of fell out on him and he goes, Hey, you know, in LA, lots of national TV games. If we win, if we're winning around LeBron and AD, AD and you're helping out, you know, you're going to really sort of, uh, we saw it, uh, you know, Lonnie Walker. We've seen it mostly as sort of like the clutch car wash of guys who just like had their sort of, you know, market was not there for them as much yeah. as they thought it would be. So, you know, Dylan Brooks not being with clutch probably hurts this, but, you know, they, Lonnie, Kendrick Nunn, you know, um, uh, uh, Trez. Like they've had a number of these come through where it's sort of these reclamation projects where just the money was not there like they thought it would be. And yeah. so, you know, I could see, look, nobody loves, this is Hollywood bringing it, you know, what does Hollywood love more than anything? We've seen this with the Fast and the Furious Redemption. movies. It's, it's bringing the villain back from a previous movie and just being <laughs> like, no, no, no. This time we have to team up to take on this greater threat, you know? Ooh, and yeah. So, well, I mean, like, that's that was a Kobe thing, right? With Matt Barnes, with yeah. Ron Artest, with, like, that was, and, and yeah. Um, yeah, Dylan Brooks is like Magneto or Jason Statham or whatever. Like, he's just showing up and they're like, all right, well, it's time to put our differences aside. He is no longer, he's calling LeBron old, but in a respectful way as he can mentor him, you know? Yeah. I just, the idea that th there's been this, like all these floating rumors about whatever, like Houston might go after Dylan Brooks at like 18 million. Like to me, maybe Dylan Brooks does get the contract that he is hoping for. 
Yeah. I do not anticipate that after what we just saw in the playoffs and the fact the Grizzlies were like, yeah, good luck, dude. We have no interest in bringing you back. Went out of their way to say, we don't want that guy. You yeah. don't see that with core players. Yeah. Like, no. I, I've never seen that before. I, I think he may be available for a mid-level exception. And it just seem, it seems like a very Lakers move to be like, we're going to bring in this guy that is probably worth more. He kind of, you know, look, in a vacuum, whatever you think of Dylan Brooks, like a wing defender that is switchy and whether you think he's overrated on that end or not, he's he's a good defender. And I've thought about I, it. Yeah, you know, I've 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 thought about it. I, it's why in like uh, you know my mentions have just been an outright disaster since last night's uh, trade proposal. But like I can't stop thinking about Ben Simmons. I can't do it. I can't stop thinking about like this guy probably would get you an extra pick if you trade for him because he has another year on his contract. Yeah, exactly. Um, he, he would, you know, you're turning, the one that would hurt would be Jared Vanderbilt, but you could technically sign some player to like a $4 million contract and send that player to uh, Brooklyn to fill the gap there and not have to trade Vanderbilt. Ben Simmons um, could be your new Jared Vanderbilt. Just making well, $35 million a year. Well, I mean, you. I'm saying like, because I, I think, I think like, Ideally, you want both Simmons and Vanderbilt yeah, in yeah. case Simmons doesn't work out. And like Vanderbilt is, you know, they're they're pretty close to they're they're pretty similar players. Like Simmons, for all of his warts, and he has a lot of them. One of them, maybe the most terrifying wart, being that he might not want to play basketball ever again. Like it's well, just we don't we don't I, know. Wart number two is that he he you know I don't know if you caught this, but apparently he was photoshopping those workout pics that he posted. No. Yeah, I don't. I saw this on Twitter. Somebody like dug into like the CS, like the CSV, like metadata history. It looked like a, you know, what? Pretty sure I saw this. <laughs> I'm like 95 percent sure. I hope this isn't another Shaq. Shaq oh, Shaq King was real. I was wrong on the song title name, but the Shaq King was real. I was vindicated. You but the thotties hit the floor. I was, I was vindicated. <laughs> No, that was the original title. They just changed it. I the yeah. e, the EP on that was actually Ben Simmons. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we to don't your, even to have your... I I I have so many. I I I wanted to debate you about Ben Simmons today. You know, but we we just we do not have. To, we're not going to get through the whole draft if we get sidetracked yeah. on Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah. I, we'll, I'm we'll, let we'll come back and take that one. We'll come back to that one. I don't even yeah. know that I need to defend it, like, or that I even want to defend it. I don't know. This is this is and and Harrison, you can Anthony, it is 2023 and you have posted multiple I know event. this is a I know problem. I know I know I know I, this is what I'm saying you be spending with your children and you're sitting there <laughs> on the trade machine like Avery what, was next to me when I for? sent the most recent one I think like you know um did you send it on Father's Day what is wrong with you <laughs> imagine uh well all right um here's where I would like for you to vouch for me Okay, because a lot no. of people are saying that I send that I send that for for engagement, and that is you can, if it comes from my Twitter account, if it comes out of my mouth, it is something that I am legitimately thinking about. I don't do stuff just for engagement. Can you at no. least say that? I will. Yeah, Anthony does not do stuff for engagement. He's actually this dumb. I am, <laughs> which I don't know. It's worse. <laughs> Probably worse. <laughs> Um, this uh, is, I, I, I've said this on the pod many a time. I've said it on Twitter many a time. This is, this is the real hint. You guys honestly get a toned down version of yeah. what, what I have to deal with behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, all right. The next one here that I have, oh, this is a good one. 
In an effort to get back at Frank Vogel for poaching assistant <laughs> coaches, Darvin Ham is hiring Avery Bradley. <laughs> that was the oh. one I was hoping you'd be drinking water for. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm just taking a sip. That's my bad. Um, yeah. No, that's good. I I don't believe it will actually happen, but I kind of want it to. Well, yeah. Like, as imagine if there's like a full on coaching rivalry between those two organizations. They hire Avery Bradley as the player development coach to replace John Pastoric. It's just like yeah. a direct Avery Bradley, next South Bay Lakers head coach. You know, they just <laughs> yes, <laughs> pulling double duty for for yeah. Miles Simon. Um, yeah, that was that. I, I also don't think it's 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 happening, but that was one of them that like I was laughing as I typed it out. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that, you know that's probably a lost square, but that's okay. Uh, you know we don't know we can't get all these right. Uh, so mm. my next one, all you need is four, yeah, or five or whatever. Yeah, yeah. mine. I mean, yeah, we have to make some of them unrealistic so that it's a real bingo game. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I I think you know this next one. I don't know if I'm serious about this one or not, uh, which is perfect for the guy that it's about to reference, who you could probably guess now. Kyrie Irving is willing to take the mid-level from the Lakers for real this time if the Mavericks won't give him the max, wants to be, quote, respected. So, I want, you know, I we've want... seen Kyrie try to sort of gin up a market for himself with, yeah. like, I'm recruiting LeBron to Dallas because, you know, they don't get free agents. And so just me, LeBron being willing to take my text messages, I guess, means you should give me the max. I don't know. We've seen him cook up a lot of sort of schemes of, you know, hey, like Houston, they might go after him. You never know. He's like <laughs> he's like fourth on their priority list, but they could. Who knows? Do they want to introduce more anarchy to that team? It's yeah. possible. Anything could happen. And Kyrie Irving so, is a big proponent of the could aggregation. Yes. Yeah. And loves that. So, one. yeah. So I, I just think like, this is, this is like the final, you know, attempt of, oh, these contract negotiations are not going like I hope they would. And so I'm just going to use my unpredictability of saying like, no, 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 this time the Nets didn't believe it, but I, I'm betting you're dumb enough to, I will take the <laughs> mid-level but you better, if you don't give me that full max, because I don't care about the money, I'll make it up on my new YouTube show that I watch when I'm, uh, when I'm on the Lakers and uh, I'll make up all that revenue. I could see Kyrie Irving with a sub stack. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that happening. Um, yeah, I, I just, all that I hope for, if this does happen is for I, real. I just this need time. him to That's all that I he's want. willing to take the mid-level a second time. I just, I need this in my life. It would be so funny for him <laughs> to try this the second summer in a row. Be like, no, no, no. I really will take the mid-level this time. And then I, 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 do you think Lakers fans go for it again? I mean, at the mid-level. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. If, if. Oh, you mean like actually believe that it's yeah, feasible? yeah, like like yeah, like because because I mean, last know, time I had a lot of people like yelling at me for saying like you guys you talk yourself into anything, you know? I yeah, yeah. I was even like I, I was even like there's a ten percent chance he does this. Like he's so if there was ever a player that was going to do it, it would be him, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, even there, I wouldn't really know. believe it this time, but I I'd, I'd still put like five. I think in many like ways that. he's full of shit. So it was just like I I just think this is another yeah. example of him like daring to be different and then being exactly like everybody else. Well, he's daring to be different and leading the world into tomorrow by taking the full max extension from the yeah. Mavericks. Which, by the way, cool. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's what it, it's what you're expected to do. Yeah. Anyway, um, your no, my turn. Um. Yeah. Laker, this is a, a, a serious one. 
Lakers interested in Kevin Love. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Kevin yeah, I Love. Mean, honestly, not not the worst idea either. Yeah, he's a he's like a pseudo center, right? Helps with some rebounding, can space the floor, played really well for Miami during those playoffs, right? It was a big reason how that you know how that came to be. Kevin Love comes home and plays for the city he went to college for, all of that stuff. Like the story kind of writes itself. Yeah. All right. What's your next one? So, you know, yeah, I don't I don't have a whole lot to add on that one. I, I think that honestly makes a lot of sense. I should have done that one earlier. I should yeah, have done yeah. that one earlier and saved the save the Avery Bradley one for last. Yeah, that's OK. Um, yeah. So my next one is opposing GMs are screening Rob's calls because he won't stop offering them Mobamba. <laughs> that's already happened. I don't know. Like, I don't know. No, if we're going to get like because, you know, how we've gotten somebody leaked the other week. They're like the Raptors. They're just like. They're so annoying to deal with, you know? Like, <laughs> we got another report that the Raptors... They're like, they wanted eight first-round picks. I don't... It's just like, at some point, be reasonable. It was funny today, because, you know, Gary Trent Jr. opts into his contract, right? And I Not think he did that. Not a free agent market, I would say, and the numbers that uh, players are, that. are out there. Um, also that, but I it made me think because originally he didn't have to opt in until after the draft. Um, originally, like I think his uh, opt-in date was on the 30th. And, mm-hmm. and so I thought like, you know, it, it before I was like, Ooh, Gary Trent Jr. Somebody the Lakers have had interest in him before you have the clutch connection there too. Right. But it does make it a little tricky because I don't think the Lakers want to hard cap themselves for Gary Trent Jr. specifically. Well, they wouldn't be hard capping. Um, he opted in. It's not a sign. No, 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 no. I'm saying had he not opted in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So had he not opted in and then they, they, they like sent yeah, yeah, Bombo over for him or whatever um, at whatever number. Uh, and and um, But anyway, he opts in a little early here before the draft. And that immediately got my head spinning. Oh, this is... This seems to make it more likely that he's on the trade block because he opts in early, gives the Raptors a little bit more flexibility to find him a spot. Um, and then what what like hammered it home for me uh, that I think that is actually the case is uh, or was Woj saying that, and I think Haynes too saying that uh, Gary Trent Jr. actually wants to be in Toronto long term. I was like, oh, that's a Masai move. That is for yeah. sure. Masai Ujiri being like, hey, you know, if you're going to get this guy, he really wants to be here, you know, as if, as if, like, as if Masai Ujiri wouldn't turn down number 17 in this pick or in this draft, right? Malik Beasley, maybe a, a second rounder or two. Um, he, he would turn that down for Gary Trent Jr., an expiring just, Gary Trent Jr. Too bad the Lakers don't have Taylor anymore because, you know, you, yeah. he'd be, he'd be very useful in this potential deal. I, I guarantee you what, what it's going to come down to, actually, now that I think about it, is Christie. Like, they're going to play chicken over Christie and not wind up getting Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, because Masai is here. You know Masai likes him, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I could see. I Now that I'm kind of, like, thinking of this out loud. But but anyway, and then, and then, like, the notion that Gary Trent Jr. would be, like, disappointed to get traded, uh, to go play on LeBron's team, Team Clutch, and get an extension probably from the Lakers in that scenario here, like that, that would disappoint him. That's what, that's yeah. what the reports are saying. It made no, no I'm, sense to I'm me. I'm in the better Malik Beasley, you know? Yeah. I, uh, it, I was talking to Aaron about this today and he was lower on, I, I will talk about this when he's on the show in a couple of days or whatever, 
but uh yeah i love yeah he was you, lower on air out your co your co-host you're like your your interpretation of their takes just on the air without them there to defend themselves it's my well, favorite it, thing you do it was it was he was lower like, on yeah, him Aaron than i thought was texting me today he hates gary trent jr personally as well <laughs> i thought it was just weirdly vitriolic and what's worse is he's not listening to this right now because he's on his own show well he'll he'll catch up um, all right, uh, this is, we'll just, I'll just show this from Chucky Goldstein in the YouTube chat off topic, but how funny would it be if the Suns signed Russ on a minimum to give Frank Vogel the ultimate PTSD experience? Okay. So I saw this report <laughs> that the Suns are not interested in Russell Westbrook anymore yeah. because of the Frank Vogel thing. First of all, hilarious that Frank finally gets to win a power battle, a power struggle yeah. with Russell Westbrook. But yeah. second of all, hilarious that it's like the leak is no, Russ would not want to go there anymore because of Frank Vogel. You yeah. think the Suns were sitting there? They're like, wait, what? I don't, what do you mean? <laughs> no, do you know Frank Vogel's probably like, huh? I kept starting you. <laughs> I was so nice. <laughs> the person who brought you off of the bench is him. He was the guy that you... Yeah, anyway. I, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Frank I was, Vogel like, wouldn't I, even, I like, wouldn't even criticize Russ. I almost was like, great news, Suns fans. But uh, I was like, yeah, you know, we could just leave it. It's okay. Also, I think he makes a lot of sense for them. Is that weird? I'm not going to kick him while he's down either way. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not yeah. kicking him while he's down. I think like, so let's say, let's say the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, if Chris you're Paul. looking for a team where Russ could fit in. Yeah. That doesn't need a whole lot of extra shooting. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have, you have three of the best shooters in the league on that roster. They're probably going to flip eight and you bring in Chalk Land Londale or Lando or whatever his name is. Uh, he'll probably be their starting center. Um, who you could run some pick and roll with, I guess. But like overall, like if you're gonna, if you're if you're putting together an offensive team that Russ could maybe be okay on, um, it would be that one. And it's not like any of those guys are gonna care about everybody trying on defense, right? So Russ could even get away there, like that. Yeah. I, I don't know the the the, the report that Russ would not want to play there caught me off guard for all the reasons you're talking about. But well, then like the more I thought about it, I was like, it's because Frank was like mildly like critical of him with his actions sometimes after Russ sent him like wine for his honeymoon. And so yeah. at that point, yeah. the relationship was done. Yeah. Um, your turn. No, I think it's your turn. I think you have one more and I have one more. Okay. Well, this I'm willing to write in Sharpie. Okay. Austin Reeves back to the Lakers for four years, $56 million. Oh, that's, that's too easy. <laughs> but well, I guess four years, 56 million is not too easy. That that just means that no team was willing to sign him. And so he ends up having to come back at that. That's what, like, I mean, I, I, I sorry to say this, but um, it does seem but, possible. It's, it's shitty for him, but you that's, know, Lakers that's have done their job a... by leaking at every single opportunity. You know, yeah. like, look, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit dirty, but every team does this with restricted free agents. It's why restricted free agency to me is kind of messed up. An oxymoron basically take away half a guy's potential open market net worth by just being like, no, we'll match it. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. The, the stuff I've heard most recently is that like teams have just kind of thrown their hands up in the air and said like, what's the point? You yeah. get matched immediately. Yeah. And like the other thing too, is it, it wouldn't change Reeves's number next year. Like the way and that, they, that would actually they also work. have to, they also would have to feel like he is worth a hundred million dollars or whatever. And maybe they don't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, well, that's the thing though. Is that He's like certainly worth four for 53, like four for a hundred, you know, that's like a little dicier, but I, I still think is 
probably worth it. You know, yeah, I think his I think his max is fifty six. I think you know. No, that um, that's the max the Lakers can give him. Yeah, other teams yeah. can offer up to like ninety six million. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you said fifty three, and and I'm said that I think the max oh, that the Lakers yeah, yeah, yeah. can give him is is fifty six, and and um, but yeah, I, I that one um, and it look I I'm gonna be honest here. I really like Austin, the player. He seems like a good dude. Um, he's like, his agent is a really nice guy too. Like I, I, it does kind of suck to, to like, to continue to like hammer this home that other teams are saying this, but that is just kind of the reality of the situation that, uh, of the, the, the picture that's been painted for us. Um, all right. What's your next one? The Lakers want to run it back. Uh, but they want to do so with the 2021-22 team. They're targeting Russell Westbrook with the minimum so he could stay in L.A. <laughs> Redemption. Redemption, yeah. thy name is Russell it Westbrook. Did, it didn't work for us last time, but maybe at the minimum <laughs> this time it can work. Because what did we all say? We're like, Russ at the mat, how much he's making, that's untenable. Russ yeah. at the minimum, I don't know. Maybe they talk themselves into it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the report you said earlier indicated that that was one place that Russ definitely didn't want to go. Russ has some of the fewest options on the mark of any free agent this year, and he's just like, fuck those people. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's unlikely, but I had to throw it out there. It is It is a good one. Um, I have I have one last kind of uh, silly one, and then yeah, that's I had the two, end of I had two alternates, um, but, yeah, go ahead. All right, you can you, – well, all right. Um Damian Lillard wants to remain in Portland. <laughs> yeah, I think we got that one today already. I, th I think that's cheating. Um, How many times do you think we're going to get that over the course of this? Well, summer? it's every other week because the other weeks he talks about how much he'd love, you know, X destination. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, no, I never said I wanted to play there. I love Portland. You know, yeah. it's just. Yeah, I, I, I feel so bad for Portland fans like yeah. like Blazers. It, it's just like at some point that bandit needs to be ripped off. Yeah. And uh, this feels like the, the kind of season it needs to. And no, it's probably yeah. not going to happen. So I'll, I'll just run through my lap, my two backups, uh, yeah. you know, real quick. But uh, Thomas Bryant returning to the Lakers on the minimum <laughs> for unfinished business. You know? <laughs> Look, I wouldn't be against it. Not like a bad I don't regular think he season can. signing for their center depth. I don't think he can. Um I don't think he can re-sign oh, with the team that traded, traded him away Russ got traded for a year. And then cut and then signed with someone new. So he could, but yeah, Thomas, you're right. Thomas probably can't for. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'd have to check, but I don't think he can, but that right, would be well, a funny one. Well, good thing. It was a backup. Um, so th this one was just out of left field, but, uh, the LeBron James of feet reveals his identity. He does like a long sit down Q and a like comes out. It's like the LeBron James of feet, you know, this German doctor is the one who helped LeBron get through the playoff run, whatever. And, uh, you know, he says that he actually considers himself the Michael Jordan of feet. <laughs> no, even better. The Kobe of feet. Yeah. He's like, like, he's like Kobe better. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, LeBron. I know you're, okay. you're a client, but I can't. Oh, lie the worst would be the Steph of feet, right? Like that oh. would be the worst. Yeah. The <laughs> I think like the other ones, LeBron would draw, would stop seeing him. Yeah. That one LeBron would have him killed. <laughs> Do you think it's weird that we haven't gotten anything about LeBron surgery? Well, no, because, you know, LeBron said he doesn't leak. He does, you know, we'll never, we'll never know about the surgery if it happens during the offseason. That, um, that's not how it usually works. Yeah, that's usually not how it works. With a, but, you know, that's what he said. So maybe this time he's like, well, no, shit, I can't say it. So this time. So, all right. Yeah. 
the LeBron James defeat is going to leak it? I mean, look, Lafitte he leak? was in Europe for a little while on yeah. vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he was sitting famously... down in the picture that was taken. No huh? walking boot to be seen. Well, did they show his feet? No, that's what I'm saying. Like he was sitting. He was sitting yeah. at a table, I, so we couldn't yeah, tell. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Do you think famously... every room that he walks into, he just hands out NDAs like Oprah Winfrey, just like you get an NDA, you get an NDA, you get an NDA. You saw my foot. You're not allowed to say anything about it. Yeah, famously, uh, you know, Germany in Europe. I'm just saying. Shout out German doctors. Yeah. Yeah, I think it. You know, I. Also, it would be very. It would be very media and journalism in 2023 for everybody just to agree. No, we're not going to say anything about it. <laughs> well, they may, you know, they may just never find out. LeBron doesn't say. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't yeah. talk to the reporters during the off season. That's not a thing that happens. No one in his yeah. camp does either. <laughs> uh, do you have any more? No, that was all I had. That was it. I think that was good. That was that was, yeah. and we got through them in under an hour. Uh, do you have yeah. any, uh, I, I have, I have a, uh, a misfortune of the week. All right. I'm ready. Lay it on me. I think, I think it is right. your turn. So one thing that happens with all kids is they, they like grow. Right. And, um, as they grow, their feet gets to they, they their, their feet just like fall further and further and further down your body. Yeah. And, um, what happens at that point? is they never come to understand the pain that is associated with getting hit like a man getting hit in that region yeah. and they just kick and they just go and they go and they go and they go um they also do that in shopping carts and that is green? It, dude all the time all the time i'm Avery just like perpetually sibling i i think she is she's like two's enough i don't we're good <laughs> I was going to sign up for a vasectomy and she was like, no, you, I got this dad. You're I set. I got this dad. Um, it happened. It happened in Costco the other day. I was, I was taking her through Costco and I literally had to pull the cart off to the side and put my hands on my knees and just be like, hold on kiddo. One, one second. I just, I need, need to, I need a break here. And it was funny because a dad walked by me who also had a kid around Avery's age and he saw that happen. He's like, Dude, you gotta you gotta keep arms distance. <laughs> it's like an older dad. He's just yeah, like he was just like, like yeah, he was just know, like, yeah, there, buddy. Come on, bud. <laughs> Watch the film. You'll get back to it, rookie. <laughs> I'm usually good with it in the cart. It, this is now good, she... This is like a good Shark Tank idea for you. You could go on there and be like, mm-hmm. I invented arm extenders for shopping carts. So that you can stand further back and your kids can't kick you in the balls when you're walking around Costco. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, I mean, it's just like a, I mean, they've invented it already. It's a cup. And I just like wear a cup to go shopping with no, my no, daughter. No, no, no. If there's anything I've learned about business, it's never use something that already exists when you could invent something new and invest a lot of money. In well, it, that was know? the other, my other misfortune of the week. Um, I put down this down payment on this really cool excursion in the Atlantic Ocean nope, to go nope, see. Nope, not doing this. I already told you I'm not. Uh-uh. <laughs> and right at the last second, they said that my my uh, deposit didn't go through. So, man, what a bummer. Ocean seems dangerous. I, I, I wouldn't want to partake. Just between the orcas and the pressure and everything, I'm, I'm good on oceans. The stuff that's going on with the orcas is crazy. 
Yeah. Like it, it has me saying, and I love those things. I, I, th I think you should wait a couple more weeks. We're going to do some more investigations. And then I think you could just have a full Orca Facts episode where you just lay out yeah. what the Orcas are up to. I, I just saw like uh, Netflix has their Our Planet, I think. Uh, Our Planet 2 just came out on Netflix. And they were the the subject was migrations and usually like when they follow the gray whale with the young with the young whale spoiler alert everybody here but usually when they follow the gray whale with the the young gray whale that goes up the coast and it's like one of the craziest migrations in the natural world um usually both whales make it up there and they like make an example of the gray whale that cuts across monterey bay um, rather than, you know, following closer to the coast and staying in shallow waters where orcas don't really patrol. Um, but this set of this gray whale mom led her calf across Monterey Bay. And I'm sitting there watching this with Avery and she's like, dad, dad, what are the whales doing? And I'm like, we got to turn this off. We, <laughs> we cannot watch that. <laughs> it almost traumatized my daughter with my favorite animal. Yeah, it's her favorite know. animal. Like Orca's her, her, her favorite animal right now. She like, she loves watching Orca videos. Um, and she has an Orca. A that yacht, I think I would say. Yeah. And she sleeps with an Orca, like a big, like this Orca is, you know, a good three feet long um sleeps with it in her bed loves those whales and like was this close to having a real different picture of what those whales are capable of so yeah that's that's parenting yeah all right yeah you got it i i think you made the right move turn that off You're, yeah. you know it was graphic i went back and watched it, it was... i have someone with a lot of fears i think the less that you can give your daughter at a young age <laughs> the better yeah. <laughs> That is going to do it here for this live edition of the Lakers Lounge. Thank you very much. Uh, I will put together, I always say this every year, this year is going to be the year that I put together the graphic of our off-season bingo cards, or at least our link, our, our, our list. Because the thing with like the bingo card is that the boxes are too small for our entire headline to figure it out. So I'll just put our lists side by side and we'll just do like a checklist over the course of the off season that we can uh, keep coming back to. Uh, thank you very much, Harrison, for, for doing this with me. Thank you to everybody who watched. Um, not only the number of people who've been watching here live with us, but over the course of this, I've been getting a bunch of emails to those of you who are subscribing to the YouTube page. Appreciate that. Um, and yeah, we will be back. Uh, I'm going to record a lowdown tonight, and then we'll be back tomorrow with a special guest to recap Dennis Schroeder's season. So until then, and until the next time we got, you guys hear from us, I'm Anthony Irwin. going to do it for his blog. He's like, today I'm going on a Lakers podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it, it, um, we're going to talk all about LeBron's foot. <laughs> Give us the latest update. All right, I'll, I'll tune in for that one. We'll talk to you guys uh, in a couple weeks. <laughs>